American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just Saying with Justin Martindale. Um, I am with a very special guest today, one of my new friends... We finally met. Finally, real friends. In real life. Mm -hmm. Um, You might have seen him on TikTok with his 1.5 million following. um, It's no big deal. From the fraud department. There's that guy. To uh, the Mad Libs. (laughs) There's that coked up guy. That guy. uh, It's Evan Williams. Hey. Evan um, Williams, uh, which was my preferred drink in 2008. How low was your life? <laughs> How bad Pretty was low. it? Yeah. I was living in a, that's a bad one. It, you know? Yeah. It was like the it's, $9 bourbon. Yeah. And I was like, you know People what? People that do. know my name as that, mm-hmm. I know to feel kind of bad for them. Yeah. You know? And people who don't know that, I know have money. You know? I bring it up and they're like, I've never heard. Oh, you're like a Johnny Walker Blue then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Evan Williams is like the... What's bottom shelf at yeah. like a CVS. Yeah, and it of, looks identical to Jack Daniels. Right. It's like a mockbuster. Do you know what that is? Yeah. It's yeah. it's not even a uh, like um, Transmorphers, you know? So like they'll make a movie and they'll name it almost exactly the same thing so that like when your aunt goes to the rental store, she thinks she's getting you Transformers, but it's not. And they shot it for like, you know, two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> There's a company called Asylum. There's a production company that does this. And they take the 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 wrong end. What was that? That was yeah. just in a movie, wasn't it? Like, a, was it an animated feature where they 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 were like, oh, we, they're, oh, it was, um, um, oh shit, hold on, what was that movie? It just came out where they were like, oh, they're gonna be in the B. Oh, it was the Chippendales Rescue Rangers uh, where they took like the. I heard they, that was amazing. It was pretty fun, and they took really them good. to like the weird shitty. Uh, they couldn't do like the actual movie, so they did the uh-huh. spinoff, and they like yeah. messed up all the cartoons. It'll be like Lord of the Hobbits, you know? They'll make movies like that. Yeah, yeah, like Lord of. Uh, or well, there's or, also Skinamax, like Lord of the G Strings, and you know stuff like that. Oh, but you know these? Is, I do know these. <laughs> yes, owned a couple copies on DVD back in the day. Oh yeah. God! Well, I'm so glad you are with us today. Um, I just want to say, like, you actually. Moved here from New York. I did. Right? Mm-hmm. So go on that journey. What brought you yeah. 
Because I remember, I think, I think I actually had a show. I think I had, I had been following you because you're friends with Mateo Lane, and I, I know Mateo. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. God, he's it's he's tough. just his... he's not. Well, the great thing about him is he's not talented. You know. Well, I'm glad you said it. Yes, <laughs> like so. I don't have to like be jealous of anything he does. And so it's it's nice to have him around because beside him I look better. Mm. You know, um, but I love him dearly. He's a brother to me. Uh, yeah, we met in New York, maybe f- briefly met for a second at New yeah. York Comedy Club. The great Amy Hawthorne yes. perhaps bringing us together. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what it was. And I yeah. was in New York, and I think you were on like the show before me, and I was like, is Evan here? And she's like, no, he left. And I was like, damn. And then I think I ran into you like in some sort of passing, but I've been following you. Yeah. But we had never like hung out. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and then I'm trying to think. So when you moved, you moved, moved here. Yes. It was like a, a, a fate brought us together. Yes. I moved here in first in February of 2020. Mm-hmm. Which was Great just, month to move here. Oh, really? Of all the months in history, mm-hmm. I'd say that's probably the best month to yeah. have moved here. And uh, I was on the road the first three weekends I was here. So I was really only here for three sets of Monday to Wednesday. I went to Universal. Okay. I did a couple LA things. And then we were pushed inside, you know, and uh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. And people were like, how's L.A.? I'm like, Hi. you know, it looks nice from in here. Yeah. Um, and then I did I did the quarantine thing here. So no one knew I was here. God. I, I didn't know who was here. I yeah. just it was in an apartment for a year and then moved back to North Carolina for like four months after that lease was up. Just got back here like four months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it was weird because my friend Kelsey lives in new york Mm -hmm. she's been working on some movies and stuff and uh i think you had posted something about like i'm looking for a place in west hollywood and you know this is what i'm looking at and then the next slide in the story was uh uh kelsey being like hey i'm looking for someone to rent my place yeah did i tell you that no i didn't know yeah that's that's specific that's insane and i was like hold on a minute and i and i like i reached out to her and told her about you i was like he's sober Uh, yeah (laughs) he's he's like doing his own thing that's important there's a lot of old russian families in there you can't have a coked out crazy man well you can i mean you can when you're east of fairfax anything can happen yeah you know yeah, big time. So it just I worked out perfectly. Fairfax, which is not technically West Hollywood, right? It's no, like, it's, it's Russia. Hol- it's Russia. Russia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's. I didn't uh, know that. No, yeah. it's it's. Uh, no, I think it's Los Angeles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's like there's a weird like break off there. Yeah. But like it worked out totally. You're like in a great part of town. It's nice. Kelsey it's nice. loves you. We're Love glad Kelsey. you're here. Never met her. She I'm I'm posting all these videos inside her home. Yes, which she does think is a little weird. Of She's course. like it's so weird. Like it's he's doing weird all life, these videos yeah. and that's my place. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of uh like interesting now, to do coke in her living room. Don't do coke in her living room. I don't do coke. Okay. Pretending to as the movie producer. Guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm sure that building has seen its fair share. I'm sure every building. Absolutely. God. Um, Hollywood. Hollywood <laughs> has yeah. seen some shit, especially There's my some building. coke. Yeah. There's a little bit of coke around here. And the comedy store? It, uh, well, yeah, well, sure. We can zero it down to right here. Oh, even. you just sniff these walls I just and be like... Hollywood, but yeah. God. Um, yeah. Now, you and I have a uh, love of movies. Big time. Every Specifically, day. I'm wearing my Clueless t-shirt today. It's like the one day I'm not wearing a movie shirt. It's really? Usually a, it's usually a horror picture. Well, you shirt. do have a shirt that could go into one of the movies we're going to be discussing. But yeah, true. This is, I'm wearing my Clueless shirt because today is the 27th anniversary that Clueless came out. Everybody's old. Everyone's mm-hmm. 
moldy and old. Yeah, we're all dying. And I'm just like, how? Now, Clueless for me was like, I remember I was a sophomore in high school. I had decorated my locker with an Alicia Silverstone shrine. <laughs> no shit. And I, I think I put some feather you, boas in there. Were, were you at this point? No. Pretending to be straight. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's great. I was like, this is my girlfriend. Oh How my god, Alicia Silverstone, yeah. I love your work. <laughs> um so yeah, I was just like, wow. So uh, uh, Clueless is twenty-seven years old today. <laughs> Whoo! I and was five when it came out. Yeah. I, I, you know, I yeah. just age myself I'm every so episode sorry to it's, have said that. You know <laughs> I, I I did grow up on it though. I mean I had the VHS and I, I watched the shit out of that. And it's great. And I look back at that movie now and like kids today will never know the joys of a cranberry C D or the Noxzema commercials with Rebecca <laughs> Gayhart who ended up running over someone. So uh, many people ended up running over someone. Oh, yeah. You know? It was like a huge Matthew deal Broderick in Brandy. the 90s. Like, Brandy. You weren't quite famous until you did. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it was like if, if you didn't hit someone with your car, <laughs> you weren't a star. Right. But I think that was, I mean, That's that was how different you got times. The star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah. As soon as you hit someone. Yeah. They kind of just, they were debating making it tire marks instead of footprints, <laughs> actually. And they, the they, they went with the footprints, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that was also. Before Uber and Lyft mm -hmm. and those goddamn scooters that yeah. I I almost run over at least two or three people on scooters a day. It's horrifying. I saw on my way over here, there was a guy piggybacking his girlfriend or sister. I don't know their relationship. I just assumed. Mm -hmm. And just zipped right through a stop sign on, uh, on Sweetser. And I was yeah. just like, no helmets, nothing. They fall, shredded meat. Full mm -hmm. on, um, what's his name in the boys? Uh, oh, uh, yes, uh, A Train, A Train, A Train when he gets blue, uh, what's his name, Blue Sparrow or whatever the hell. I don't know, I love the boys. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, that was like the first scene in the first season. Oh, yeah, he, the like, first ran scene right through that girlfriend. I mean, yeah, I love the boys, but I love the sound of a splat. July 4th is over, which means it's Halloween. Halloween is here in the in the Walgreens in my head. They've got the treats out. Oh, they should. They've got the Halloween treats out. Now, yeah. I love Halloween. I, I even Googled Halloween Horror Nights yesterday to see if I could get like a, what are the mazes this year now yeah. that we can go back? What are the mazes back. this year? Right now they have, um, they have like the, the, the Universal Monsters. Classic. They're going to do Blumhouse with uh, Black Phone, which we'll discuss here in a minute. Fantastic. And uh, what's the what's the Freaky Friday? Freaky was Freaky. the other one they did. That's a great pitch. That guy just went in and he said, <clears throat> Freaky Friday, Jason and a counselor swap bodies. Yeah, and they that's it. Sold it right there. Gold. It reminds me of when uh, James Cameron. Have you heard this? He went into the he went to pitch Alien Two. Okay, mm -hmm. Aliens. And the way he did, he pitched it was he just on a whiteboard, he wrote the word alien, and then he wrote an S. Shit. And then he wrote money signs through the S. Is that real? And they were like, That yes. has to be real. It's real. It was confirmed recently. That was like a, a story for a while, and everybody was like, that's a funny joke. Ugh. And then James Cameron was like, no, I did that. Oh, that's, that's real. He confirmed it like a few months ago. At least there's confirmation. But they're also yeah. like tomorrow Again, we're getting cocaine. The cocaine. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, for yeah. sure. If you did Avatar, Lies. you're on cocaine. <laughs> cocaine, man. Um, 
We're getting the Halloween Ends trailer tomorrow. Very excited. Um, which uh, you have a little connection to that as well. We'll get into a little I later. Do, but yeah. um, the mazes, I'm, I'm hoping that they do maybe like a nope maze. They did a us maze with Jordan Peele's film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the other maze they're doing is Madonna's TikTok. <laughs> Um, which will just absolutely be horrifying. Pure horror. I have gone through that, and God. it is scary. It's a lot. I know. It's but a, sometimes she's. I think. Does she know she's scary? She knows. She knows. She has to know, right? Mm-hmm. She's looking in the camera, yeah. just making weird lip movements yeah. and like a like one of those fish at like an Asian restaurant. You know, like the big the big fish. The the the, the like a the, grouper, like, the, like a mudfish, mutated goldfish. I'm mm-hmm. not calling. Oh, her Koi. Um, yeah, koi. A yes. large koi. Large koi. In a small pond. She's doing this koi movement with her lips, and it's <sighs> very, you know, it's strange. I would, I'd go into the comments, and there's a lot of, like, older gays being like, children, this is not our Madonna. Yeah. Like, I just need you to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm is, the same. This is not our Madonna. It's we not our not Madonna. claim this Madonna. It's, yeah. it's so much, but... <clears throat> I'm I'm really stoked. You're a big horror buff. What what are your top three horror films that have come out recently? Oh, recently, okay. Uh, I gotta go. Black Phone. Mm-hmm. I gotta go. Black Phone. Um, recent is just it's it's really not that f- fascinating, you know. Mm. Uh, I did. I really liked. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite horror movies of like the past five years, but it was really enjoyable. Scream Five. I thought Scream it, Five was fun. I thought it was fun, man. I thought they they got back to the Who Done It very well. Scream Six will not be good because Nev Campbell's no, not in that's it. That's fucked up, so, man. All right, that P. is not okay. Yeah, pay <laughs> that pay that lady some money. I know. Yeah. I need. I I also need to see X. Which X, I think we discussed. Like, yeah, I, got I need to Blu-ray. see that one. I got it on Blu-ray. Come okay. on, we'll watch it. I might have to Seriously. watch that over. At, yeah, at, it's at, great. At your place. I love it's Kelsey's. You can still say Kelsey's, Kelsey's place. Yeah, that um, I am inhabiting. Right I love. I mean, I just love scary films. And Black Phone, I saw it the other day. We went and had coffee over the weekend. There's no no one can know. Right? There's no way. Sure. To confirm or deny. I think it was. We I had it recently. My days are all just yeah. meshed, and I was yeah. just like. I was like, okay, I'm going to go see Black Phone. I went and saw it, and this was a film from Stephen King's son. Stephen King's son wrote it. Yeah, It's a short story, and I enjoyed it. I did have a lot of questions. Did you watch it at home or in a movie theater? I watched it in a movie theater. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. And so um, there might be some spoilers, but I think everyone kind of knows what it's about yeah, right we, we don't have to get into like the ending we don't have to get yeah. into the ending but it's like, pretty clear from the trailer that this guy's in captivity by a magician god okay. it's always a magician isn't yeah. it well you know it was a clown in the short story of course it was and they were like this way is to steal close. from dad yeah, exactly <laughs> taking daddy's material yeah. and so they they recommended that it wasn't a clown like uh, i think scott derrickson the director was like let's not you know that's daddy's thing yeah that's pop pop's thing right yeah don't steal from dad let's maybe do magician yeah and <laughs> which is the next so scary thing close. yeah <laughs> Clown, and, magician, then stand-up comic and the yeah. trilogy series. And I don't want to get too hot, but it's, it's certainly not for me to say, but I did want to ask you if it made you uncomfortable at all. It, did you feel that he was putting on, quote-unquote, gay face, which is what a lot of, like, headlines are, I'm reading, headlines that are like, that Ethan Hawke put on gay face. 
What is gay? Gay face. I he didn't has, know that was a word either. Gay it face sounds is very totally a word. It's a word. It's gay sounds face. Horrible. It's not horrible. I right. mean, it's a thing that we must live with. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gay face is just you know. But I don't understand that. The I thought context. that he just like well, there was some stuff he was doing that was very flamboyant with his hands. Okay. But I felt like that was because he was a magician, so he's very like you know performative. Mm-hmm. And then he had a very soft voice, but that again, it's it, it's in line with like. Guys who capture kids, they try and speak to them like children. Interesting. You know? I got it as Willy Wonka. Like okay. it was very, yeah, like, yeah, it was very Willy. It was just very like, oh, my world of imagination. And like, uh-huh. but I do, as I'm doing this, I'm just like, ga, 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 I did, but like gay face, I wouldn't say gay face because he had a straight up devil face on. Right. He had a I mask on. By that, they mean it as like a figure of speech. Like he was putting on a gay persona, I think is what they're saying. Well, I mean, it was really tough for magicians in the 70s <laughs> to be who they were and accepted. A lot of parallels there. I mean, when you lived yeah. in, where did they live? What was the town they were in? I think it was like... If he's like his dad, it's somewhere in Maine. But It wasn't I Maine. It I wasn't. think it was like Indiana in yeah. the 70s or something. Yeah. The thing that really kind of bothered me about it was the... Um, how, like, you know, A, you didn't have social media back then... I think like missing kids were like a huge thing, like back in the day. You know, yeah, yeah. like there was. You, you know, said it like it was a fad that we I, got I mean, over. Do you see missing kids on milk cartons anymore? Not on milk cartons. Yeah. I see. I see it in stories on CNN and stuff. Oh, I know? give up. I mean, yeah. I just and I've turned off my Amber Alerts. They're just so annoying. <laughs> you They're still very do scary. the Citizen app though. Oh yeah, that's but like so. It's so tumultuous. It's I, it's a great spiral to get into. Yeah, big time. I almost redownloaded it a couple nights ago because this helicopter was oh yeah hovering and I was like, I want to know. I want to know. I know, but, but then once you know, you're gonna know. fucking double yeah. bolt everything. Yeah. But the thing that really kind of got me was the the abuse. Not abuse. Okay. I think it was like because parents discipline their kids, like, and you had the alcoholic father they used to just beat the shit, beat the shit out of, shit out of their kid, then. and I was yeah. just like, oh, this is really kind of brutal. It was. Guy's pretty... a great actor too. He's in some good stuff. He's in like Justified. He's in this movie that weren't the Hurt son. Song. No, the dad. Oh, dad. the dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's been in everything. Yeah. I thought that was stuff. Henry Thomas from ET for a bit. Oh, okay. I thought it was like the kid him. growing up. Is that what you mean? What's the guy that, that was the kid from E.T.? And now That was Henry Thomas. Okay, now he's in all the... Um, he's in Haunting of uh, Blythe yeah. House and all that Mike stuff. Mike Flanagan. He's in yeah. all the Mike Flanagan stuff. And he's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was great. I thought the, the kids being kidnapped, I was a little sad. I wanted to see, like, how... Is this weird and morbid? I wanted to see how they all died. Uh-huh. <laughs> because... It's not morbid, man. It, it was yeah. Because all of a sudden they're missing, which is very a la It... There was a mm-hmm. lot of Stephen King references. You had the sister who was a shining. Yeah, yeah. She was just shining. Yeah. That's all that was. She was a shining. Have you seen Dr. Sleep speaking of Mike oh, yeah. Flanagan? I Have you seen it. the director's cut? No. You watch the director's Even cut. better? It's amazing. Okay. Yeah. It's I a masterpiece. It. Like Tarantino called it like a masterpiece, like the best movie of that year. Not that he's the end all be all of opinions, yeah. but like it's it's fantastic. I, yeah. I mean, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I thought the, um, but here was my question and it, Spoiler alert. Here it comes. Earmuffs. If you want to watch it, just fast forward through here, this section. What did he do? Like, <laughs> you can't afford two houses on a magician's salary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> was one his brother's and one was it his, It was just though, an right? empty house across the street and then yeah. the other one. And then how did the brother not know? How did the brother not? Because of the cocaine? Again, we're, we keep coming back to cocaine. Yeah. 
It's a hell of a drug. He was doing a lot of it. But he was piecing it all together. But cocaine would make you notice more shit. That's what you know I what thought. I mean? He's really aware. Yeah. I don't know. I think he just was kind of an idiot. You know, it's the guy from The Wire. He's great. He was yeah. great in It. It Chapter 2. Oh, he was in It yeah, yeah. Chapter 2. He plays uh, Richie, right? No, not Richie. That's uh, Bill Hader. The other guy. He played the one that killed himself in It? No. He no. played the one that had, like, the the controlling mom and then the controlling wife. Oh. Always getting, like, roasted by uh, Bill Hader. The little chunky kid in the first yeah, and one. then, of course, he was in Scott Derrickson's other film, Sinister. Oh. Yeah, so Scott Derrickson did Sinister, and then he did Doctor Ethan Strange. Ethan Hawke was in Sinister. Yeah, and that was Ethan Hawke's... Well, actually, I think Ethan Hawke's first horror movie was uh, The Purge. Yeah, And it took um, Jason Blum convincing him to do that, because, like, Ethan Hawke didn't think that horror was, like, great storytelling. He didn't understand it. And Jason Blum, like, explained to him, like... You know, and he didn't like playing bad guys either because Hawk felt that like once you play a bad guy, everybody sees you as a bad guy, even when you're playing a good guy. Um, <laughs> nice. <What was> that? <laughs> it was Ethan Hawk cutting me off. Uh-huh. It was Ethan Hawk trying to much about his process. Um, yeah. So, anyways, Scott what, Derrickson. I do think uh, the Purge is one of my favorite series. F- okay, all of them. All I of love them. all of them. All of them. All yeah, of them. They're they're not bad. They're, they're not they're, bad. The one that's not great is Election Year. I don't think that one's very good. I thought it was enjoyable because of just the political climate that it came out in during yeah. the time, which was clearly like a statement. But that's what I just kind of love about horror films is they kind of push the boundaries of like what's happening now yeah. or like, you know, where things could lead if we keep doing the things we do. And yeah, they deal with like trauma and stuff like that. And like, you know, if you're a magician, why? Do, that's what I want. If they're smart, I'm going to I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. We're going to do a black phone origin story. Why he became the grabber. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened? Did he lose his job? Was it like, was he going to kids parties and it just kind of started out there? Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to get an origin story of the grabber. You think, I mean, you think he's a chicken or the egg? Do you think that he had this obsession uh, because he was doing kid parties? He developed it or he had it beforehand and therefore got into working with kids. I feel like it's the latter. I'm going to say bullying right off the bat. Bullying. Bullying okay. in school. All right. The, like, so he was in school probably Were like you in bullied? the 50s and 60s. No. I mean, I got no. teased, but I okay. I just was yeah. better than that. I feel like there's something else going on, you know? Yeah. You can get bullied. It doesn't make you a monster. No. You know? But um, nowadays it does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. where we're at. Yeah. But um, I definitely recommend, if you haven't seen Black Phone, I had a lot of people uh, DMing me being like, do a review on it. And I'm like, I'll do a review, but I don't want to give anything away. It's great. I give it like a nine out of 10, eight and a half out of 10. Okay. I liked it. What did you yeah. think? I go nine and a half out of 10. I nine thought, and a half. I thought it was fantastic. Man. I, I was hesitant because I, I was like, like uh, the score was really good. Just yeah. the way it was shot. Good um, jump scares. If anything, I think it could have been tightened like five or 10 minutes, mm-hmm. maybe one less phone call, mm-hmm. you know? But I love, dude, the, uh, the jump scare was very effective. Very, there was some good jump scares. And the yeah. scariest dog I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was horrifying. Oh, that- have you seen Green Room? No. There's really scary dogs in that. Okay. Scary dogs are are where it's at, but this one was good. So go see Black Phone. I think it's available to rent now on iTunes. Yeah. But go check it out. Uh, It's a good summer horror film. But let's get into some stories, shall we? Let's do it. American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud 
theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I had a scary incident happen to me uh, this past week where I injured my knee. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know how it happened, but um, it happened. I think I hyperextended it. Somehow you woke up and it was hurting this. I woke up. It was hurting Then I went to go work out at training mate and Afterwards it started hurting even more and I was like is it the kneecap and then I was like, oh, no It's the tendons behind my knee like the back of my knee. Mm. So I was waddling around. I was like, this is it My legacy's over. Yeah, I had to be like mrs. Deagle and gremlins and strap in my chair to go up my stairs (laughs) Um, If I ever get to that point, I want to go to the top of the stairs have someone light a fire at the bottom mm-hmm. and then lower myself into the flames. That's, oh, okay. Because if I get to that point, it's it's over. Like a Viking staircase. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. might as well just go out really <laughs> dramatically. And I would like a fire to be on floor one uh-huh. and to just lower myself uh, into the flames. And just like you like know? like Terminator 2 it where she's yeah. just on the fence. <laughs> My just, hand comes just, up uh, at the end. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. dark, but okay. Uh-huh. I'll hold you to I've it. I've decided. Now, I felt... Very vulnerable like I felt like people were watching me and they're like is he okay? Like even like when I got on stage like I had to perform last weekend. I was just like "Uh Uh And I was like, oh, I'm weak. I did a show uh, with my buddy Francisco Ramos uh, who has a podcast uh, here as well um, Called standby. I think the standby podcast Um, but um, he uh, Heard us he like broke his pinky toe and he, we were both just hobbling, and I'm like, "What happened? We were young Hollywood ones, <laughs> and now look at us, just broken and injured." Now I can relate to this story because this popped up, okay. and I was like, I, "I feel this woman. A woman nearly died after picking up a dollar bill from a McDonald's floor. Okay, she went completely numb. A young mom has described how picking up a lucky, lucky in quotes, dollar bill from a McDonald's floor nearly cost her life." Renee Parsons and her husband were driving through Tennessee on Sunday when they stopped at McDonald's in Nashville to use the bathroom. I'll be in Nashville uh, this October, so all plug for you'll your, see me for in, show. in the McDonald's. While waiting with her three-month-old baby, the Kentucky woman spotted the dollar note on the ground, thinking absolutely nothing of it. I picked it up and throw the dollar in my pocket. Once back inside the car, Mrs. Parsons put the bill into the car door while telling her husband how lucky I was to find a random dollar. I don't understand that part. Why she put it in the door? Okay. She then grabbed a wipe to clean her hands because she remembered her husband telling her not to pick up money off the ground as people had been putting it in fentanyl. All of a sudden, I felt it start in my shoulders and feel, and the feeling was quickly glowing down my body, and it would not stop, and then my body went completely numb. I could barely talk, and I could barely breathe. I was fighting to stay awake as Justin, uh, uh, not me, her husband, great name, <laughs> was screaming at me to stay awake and trying to talk to 911 and all that jazz. So, 
They ran every red light to get her to the hospital. She passed out before she arrived at the hospital, but thankfully uh, they worked almost as quickly as the husband got her there. Took a few hours in some medication before the young mom started to feel somewhat normal again. A police officer who took the report told the couple the dollar note was likely either used to cut or store drugs and accidentally dropped or was purposely left with drugs in it. Either way, this is absolutely real and sad. So the moral of the story is, if you see a $20 bill or a $100 bill, do not touch it. Because people are putting fentanyl. And just by the touch of fentanyl, they're like... The touch, the feel, the, the fentanyl of our lives. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it gets in your skin and it can kill you. What? But then if they're doing this with money, what else are they going to do with? That's that's it. What's next? What's next? It's going to be in the Big Mac next. But I mean, here's the thing, and I'm not trying to freak all the parents out there, but we were talking about Halloween. How do you check? Because now they have drug testers for drugs. Yeah. So you can test you can test to see if you can test your drugs have them. drugs in them, uh-huh. which I say just don't do them. And some people like seek out fentanyl as well. Like there's Ugh. there's people now that intentionally they want to do fentanyl. You know, it's I don't insane. know why. Fentanyl? I am sorry, but I feel like this woman uh, just put on a big old show. I I, I don't think it's real. Fentanyl, the know, one woman yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fun for all. You know, and I think that her husband. She, he said that to her, and then she went limp. You know, that's what's suspicious to me. Which she normally got... it's the other way around with her husband. <laughs> she says something to him, and he goes limp. But now the tables did, are turned. It sounds like he was like, you know, that could have fentanyl in it and make you go limp. And then she she went limp after. God, it just seems like you know he probably thought show. she was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, okay. All right. All right, honey. Just foaming at the off. mouth. He's like, that's that's a good show you're I mean, doing. That's terrifying to me because, first of all, we get it. There's a dollar value menu. But do <laughs> yeah. you need it that bad? You're like, honey, look, we can get more chicken nuggets with uh-huh. this dollar left on the ground. Yeah. And I don't trust anything that's on the floor in Tennessee. No. Or Kentucky. No. Anything Appalachian adjacent? No, I just don't don't trust it because it's bait. <laughs> it reminds me of. You trust things on the floor in Hollywood, though? Absolutely. No, yeah, I don't. No, <laughs> Dude, no you on. just don't. I don't like. I mean, I I, I saw I I was driving I was driving uh, home yesterday, and I looked over and there was a man, like taking a shit on the sidewalk in uh, broad daylight. Yeah, and I was like, wow, this is one of those like moments that I've. You know, you've lived in L.A. for a while. Yeah. Like, it's either a palm tree on fire, you know, the helicopter at night. See, you're mm-hmm. already, like, halfway there. Yeah, the helicopters are insane. The helicopters at I, night. I feel like, uh, what's his name from Goodfellas? Henry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like him. Uh, that, when, that, that let me know I was in New York for too long, too. I <clears throat> was living in Spanish Harlem. I, I walked outside, and uh, this woman was crossing the street with her son. And her son just, like, pulled his pants down and just started taking a shit. You know, God. just right, right on the crosswalk. And instead of saying, why are you taking a shit? She said, hurry up, and then called him the N-word. And I was like, this is, it's time to go. Wow. It's time to, it's time to move to another place that that happens. Well, you know what? You know? Every child deserves a, a special mom in their lives. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just so bizarre. But I mean, I yeah, just, if you're you walking, know. you're like, watch out, there's dog shit. Watch out, that's human, human shit. I don't know shit. if it's dog yeah. or human. I can't tell right. anymore. But 
Guys, if you're listening, stop picking up things on the ground. They're there for a reason. Don't choose your own adventure. Just keep walking. And it's a dollar. What do you need? What's the limit for you? What's what's like, you wouldn't pick up a dollar. What would you take the risk for? A hundred? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's probably really low. It's probably a five dollar I mean, bill, right? Like if there I was mean, like a twenty dollar bill, I'd be like, ah. yeah. But then I'd check it, right? Because I'm afraid it's gonna like that that like Appalachian like bait, you know, like hills have eyes or something. Like if I grab it, yeah. like a bear, a bear trap, trap. Yeah, closes sure. on me, and I'm yeah. like, that's it. No, I'm not going out like that. Speaking of not going out like this, Amelia Clark opens up about surviving two brain aneurysms. Jesus. It's remarkable that I am able to speak. Now, Amelia Clark, she was Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. She's opened up about her experience surviving two brain aneurysms, expressing gratitude that she's been able to recover after losing quite a bit of the organ. Clark recalled her health troubles during an interview with the BBC uh, where she was promoting her uh, production of The Seagull by Anton Chekhov. The play marks the actress's West End debut. It was the most excruciating pain. It was incredibly helpful to have Game of Thrones sweep me up and give me that purpose. Now, she had these two brain aneurysms uh, while shooting Game of Thrones. <laughs> I had two brain aneurysms at the finale of Game of Thrones. Of course, yeah. So I'm glad we both are survivors yeah. in this aspect. Now, uh, she goes on to say something about like how like half of her brain is gone. Half? Like, it's like, yeah, John, is there like, can we, can we go down a little bit on this? I think she says somewhere along here. The amount of my uh, brain that is no longer usable, no longer usable. Yeah. She can't. She has like a dead half of her brain. She has a dead half of her brain. That's there's, there's quite a brutal. bit missing. She's laughing about it. So the blood <laughs> finds a different route to get around, but then whatever bit is missing is therefore gar gone. Um, That's the part of her brain that's not working is, is letting her know what's funny or not. She's laughing at, at missing her brain. Just All a right. missing brain. That's terrifying. It's horrifying. I mean, I've had I, every now and then I'll be like watching a show or I'll be sitting at home and like I'll get like a little like in my head and I'm like, oh God, this is it. <laughs> and then like my bum knee is there. Hopefully, uh -huh. I'm glad it won't happen at the top of my stairs because yeah. then I'll have to blame that on like, you know, Evan, my boyfriend, and be like, you know, he Tony Colletted me and, mm -hmm. and he'll be like, there was an owl in the fucking. <laughs> Attic. What is that? Is it the staircase? The staircase. Okay. I've not seen the show, the staircase. I, I watched mean, the docu series. I was like, it's covered, right? It's pretty much covered. It's, covered. it's just like we didn't ask for this show, right. but it's kind of cool to watch Tony Collette get her ass eaten in the kitchen. She does. Oh yeah, that's good. It's kind of fun. I'll You're tune like in for that. Yeah. <laughs> What's great is she's been 47 since like we were children. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I like she was like 18 years old in the Sixth Sense. Yeah. She was like 19 or something. Wait, Tony Collette was in the Sixth Sense. She's the mother in The Sixth Sense. <gasps> Misha Barton's mom? Wait, the one no. who poisons the little girl? No, she's like, she's fucking, she's uh, Haley, Haley Joel, Joel Osment's mom, mom in Sixth Whoa! Sense. Whoa! I she totally was, she, forgot about that. She was like 22 years old or something when she played his mother. Wow, yeah. that's right. And she seemed like a 40-year-old mom. Yeah. That. She's got the Maggie Smith thing. She's on. Australian. They're weathered. <laughs> It's like yeah. that weathered Aussie. I aged quite a bit when I was young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're the really hot sun. aging quickly. So we're going from, um, you know, fentanyl dollar bills okay. to brain aneurysms in Game of Thrones, the mother of aneurysms. Oh, my God. This is something that terrifies the <laughs> shit out of oh me. God. This is one of, like, if you, if, if I could put, 
my top three scariest things, no particular order, being eaten alive, um, burning alive, much like you alive. traveling down the staircase. I don't actually want that. Oh, clear. Yeah. And then this wall people, <clears throat> wall people. We're talking. We're talking people under the stairs here. We are talking. We're talking the intruder with Dennis Quaid. Crawl space people. Alert. Parasite. Yeah, there's another movie. Uh, I see you. Uh, Have you seen it? No. It's pretty good, man. Has it come out already? It, it came out in like 2020. It was like a quarantine one. Yeah. <gasps> there's nothing ter- more terrifying to me. I've actually told listeners on previous podcasts. Uh, mine. Don't hide in my walls. Just fuck it. Just if you want to like <laughs> be scared before you go to bed. Just Google wall people or crawl space people because you always hear those stories. You might have heard them where it's like, it's like, oh, this guy, you know, he's a student at NYU and he's like, you know, he got groceries and he'd wake up and he'd be like, why is my TV on? I thought I went to bed. And then he'd be like, wait, I just bought this milk yesterday. Why is it like almost Uh. gone? So he set up a nanny cam and you see someone just come out of like a crawl space, crawl down the wall. And while he's passed out in the room next door, you know, like asleep, this homeless person is just like opening the fridge and making themselves at home and watching TV. And when the, when the sun starts coming up, they scutter up. up like, oh, fuck I will off. say, though, if I knew that was happening, that's like a really good roommate. You know, they're not paying rent. Yeah, I, I know. But if they're paying rent. Yeah. That's a great route. Like, I never have to see them. Oh. Like, it's like you don't live here. Just crawl out of my way. Like, I don't have to ever see that you're there. You can have some of my milk. Just don't. I don't want to see your face. I don't want to see. See, that's, that's the thing. It's like, but then you wake up and that person's just like over yes, you, just like jerking it. And you're yeah. just kind of like, oh, God, not Where again. Where are they shitting, you know? In the back, yeah, that's a good question in the too. Walls, well, they're they probably the waiting for you to go home. They probably have jars of piss, yeah, to pee in. But when they got to shit, they'll hold it when you leave and then go. Yeah. But this is a story I wanted to read. Okay. Oh, so there was this. There's this married couple, um, Brittany and James Campbell, and they have two young sons, and they'd been away from uh, their Honolulu home for about a week. They returned home to find something terrible. James went to open his home's front door, but found he couldn't because there was a stranger inside pulling it closed. There was a man peeking through the door. Oh, my God. They found a bike outside of of their house, too, and they were like, that's not our son's bike. Uh, He was trying to hold the door shut, and the man says, this is not your house, just very calmly. James, who is in the U.S. Navy... um, who has a, what? He recalls in the new Lifetime true crime show, Frogging, which is the new term for it, P-H-R-O-G-G-I-N-G, Hider in my house. He goes, I'm just floored. The show, which premieres July 18th, so this week, examines the crime known as frogging in which a stranger sneaks into someone's space and secretly lives there for days, weeks, or even months. Hey, sometimes even years. The first half of the series premiere focuses on the Campbell's harrowing ordeal. Now, I want to read a little bit more of this story because it gets a little more intense. Uh, So James grabs a sledgehammer, as you should. As one does. Right, for protection, and managed to get the man out of the house while Brittany called 911. Once the intruder was in the front yard, James says, we notice he's wearing my clothes. Things are getting crazier by the moment. The police arrived and arrested the man, a 23-year-old, but after he was hauled away, the nightmare was just beginning. 
The inside of their home was in utter chaos. Pots and pans were piled up on top of each other. In the living room, James's musical equipment had all been taken out. Their bedroom was in complete disarray. It was just trashed, uh, says Brittany, who's a stay-at-home mom, told The Post. What they found next was much more upsetting. Oh, no. Someone had used one of their old laptops to record disturbing diary entries and details about the family. There are all these type notes called the omnivore trials, a rehabilitation for rat-like people. (laughs) James says on the show, this is when we realized this person had been in our Uh home a little longer. Brittany noticed knives that had been laid out next to the computer, and she found a typed manifesto about gruesome plans for the Campbells, including surgeries (gasps) such as sexual reconstruction and a hand transplant. He wanted to play doctor on us and not in a cute little way, Brittany said. Oh my God. He wrote how he can make us the perfect little people. I know. And these are just pictures of just water bottles and all this stuff. Look at this. Yeah. She also found a water, she also found a video that the intruder had made on the computer, apparently while in the nude, hot. Um, Yeah, I'm getting a little turned on. He'd been sitting naked in her chair. Uh, she's felt just terror. Suddenly the family regarded strange occurrences in the home in recent months. See, here's what happens. A camera's webcam turned on in the middle of the night. Doors that were left open or unlocked. The dog barked. Uh, this is always what happens with frogging victims. It starts out slowly. Things go missing, i.e. the milk in the fridge. Mm-hmm. And that people are more apt to believe they are living with a ghost than a longtime trespasser. You think it's an urban myth, but it's more common than you think. See, that's me. I would be like... It's a ghost. Mm-hmm. There's a ghost. Yeah. But right. this scares the shit out of me. Way more fun to think that it's a ghost. You know, the best case scenario is somebody living in your walls. You got a Dobby situation. Okay, you got Harry Potter Dobby. You got a little better than that uh, parasite. You know, you should have a nice Korean family mm-hmm. who just, you know, needs a place to crash, and they're there, you Ooh. know. Um, this is a nightmare. It's, it's terrifying. I mean... It, it get to the point now if like if I had a house that would just that would just be me like I would just have a knife and be like show yourself and they're not going to like no one answers no. to that they're not gonna be like oh you got me <laughs> sure especially when you say it like that I'm like a gesture <laughs> from the that's just my 1700s point. yeah show yourself show yourself who's there who who goes there oh my god but I what a great am titles. so happy to be broke you know to just have a a, a nice you know a nice little. Kelsey's one bedroom mm-hmm. thing going on. Nobody, there's nowhere for them to be. It is scary though. I had one. Um, I've had several scary instances happen at my my building. Well, as of late, I have my upstairs neighbor who's that just a, a fucking psychopath yeah. who's just screaming in the hallway in the middle yeah, of the night, and we're all the neighbors me. are just kind of like, "All right, well, let's just see how." He's this like calling t- out your name specifically, right? He's like outside, he's like in the Justin. Re- I know. I'm like, yeah. oh. that is horrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. But then there was one instance where um, my neighbor, she calls me. She's like, "Naked man in the hallway," and I'm like, "What?" And so I open my door because I want to see. I love a good, you know, hallway Naked show. Man in the hallway guy. Naked man yeah. in the hallway. I want to see what's there. What, what are the goods like? Sure. And I didn't see him. I was like, oh, I'm, I guess I missed it. You know, I was thinking maybe it's like a booty call gone wrong yeah. or like. Naked man in the hallway rarely is like a model, you know. I know, but see, in my head, I'm like, this is going to be the hottest person ever just dong out walking on the hallway. Of course, yeah. That's what you want. That's what call you Call me old-fashioned. <laughs> yeah. But um, I go over to my friend's house because I'm like, oh, I missed it. And we're talking about it. We're having like, you know, a couple of white claws or whatever. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to. 
I'll see you later. Have a good night, whatever. And as I open the door, the staircase goes down in front of her uh, doorway, right? So from the second floor, you just see the staircase mm. go down. And I, I open the door, and the naked man is in the corner, a la... Blair Witch. Blair Witch. He's facing the corner? Facing the corner. No so he's just way. standing there. In this case, you're POV of which? I'm you're POV. You're Blair Witch. POV yes. Blair Witch. Yeah. POV BW. <laughs> like straight. And I'm like, and like when I get scared, like my body just like clenches up and I'm just like, <gasps> yeah. and I turned around and I looked at my friend. I go, the naked man's right there. The naked man's right there. And she's like, oh, oh my shit. God. It scared the shit out of me. I was terrified. But you know what a good naked a naked person needs? Not a hallway. They need a good sex uh, dungeon. Yeah, they do. Now, there's a show yeah. on Netflix um, that people were telling me to watch on uh, Instagram called How to Build a Sex Room. It's on Netflix. Wow. It's a really good show. So this woman um, is a home... Uh, she like renovates rooms in homes, right? And this was set in Denver because people in Denver or from Denver are freaks. Yeah, that's I what I've learned. If you're from Colorado, there's some sort of something's off. Mm-hmm. Now, this woman uh, has a series called "How to Build a Sex How to Build a Sex Room," and it follows eleven couples and single women as interior designer Melanie Rose, who's just a sweet little like elderly woman she comes in to help spice up their sex lives with rooms filled with specialty furniture and other decor to fulfill fantasies and fetishes it's very r-rated i watched the first episode last night um and that's her i mean look at this she's like hello god bless her she looks like she's just ready for biscuits and tea yeah um, and so, of course, this is from the Denver Post. It's like, Denver offered the best mix of personalities and interests for this show. So, yeah, plus everyone's high. Uh, uh-huh. They jumped at the opportunity to film this in the city they love so much. And it's really interesting because it's different couples from different aspects of life. They have gay couples. They have straight couples. Uh, black, white. Um, One of the couples is... Betty Belladonna and Brody Danger. Oh, yeah. I haven't that's, gotten to them that's, yet. That's his name. So Brody Danger. Both of them are performers in addition to having day jobs, okay. and they sought out an intimate space that could double as a place for them to get ready for a, uh, or decompress after shows. So okay. this was crazy because the first episode, I'm all about like exploring like taboos and whatever. But it is kind of funny because this lady goes in, she renovates like a basement, you know, very black phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, we're going to set up a spanking bench. Uh-huh. She introduces people to like floggings and butt plugs and, you know, what kind of a space works for them. But the question that I had last night was, okay, so say if you want to move. Yeah. And you're trying to sell this house. Right. <laughs> It's a very specific uh, target, you know. What's down there? Uh, the ba- the basement. Uh, it's, it's our sex dungeon. Yeah, it's a bit of like you ever been to medieval times. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the what's that one where they they close the oh. thing and there's the spikes on the inside? Oh, that is the name. For um, uh, hold on, the yeah. gauntlet. Is it a gauntlet? It, that sounds cool enough that Wait, I'll accept no, it. I know exactly. It's, it's like um, a woman's name is in it. Like a, it's like the. 
Uh, hold, please. Hold. Hold on. Medieval torture. Medieval torture. That's going to bug the shit out of me because I know exactly what like it is. Spike thing. Um, That's the Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yeah. That's the Iron Maiden, which yeah. is a, a great rock band as well. Great rock band. Um, Run to the hills. Yeah. Uh, like... It's it's such a good show. It's it's very horny, mm -hmm. and you kind of like learn about like I'm not like uh, I've never done a butt plug. Yeah, have Same. you? No, no, I have not. I don't. I, I was talking to someone, and and her first messages to me, I I posted like a, a gym pic, you know, and she just said, "Hey, sorry to be a fuck boy." But good God. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then she sent me a picture of her, her tits, and she said, I, I'm going to the gym, too. It's tit day. And then I... Um, Is that a thing? I It's not. Oh, okay. she, was, she was just giving an excuse to, like, you know, show, show, my, show yeah. her tits. Okay. And then the next Because you are thoughty. You're a thought. Mm -hmm. I'm a bit of a, you know, it's a little thoughty. It's a little thoughty. A little thirst trappy. You, know, you were you very thirst trappy, say. but yeah. you work hard for it. You know, I, a lot of work went into it, and I was I was monogamous for 13 years. You yeah. Know, so new, new to this world. and um, So he's just spraying her, his seed all over you know, town. Not quite. Not, <laughs> truly not. But this woman, uh, this you feral know. cat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he... Uh, I've probably gotten rabies somehow. But one of my point. favorite things you do is, um, which is real quick. She sent yeah. the next picture. She was kind of spreading her, her butt apart and there was a, a butt plug in there. And she said, uh, my favorite part of working out stretching. And I said, I love, I love you. And, oh, and, just that yeah, was it. That was it. I love yeah. how you didn't jump the gun too quickly. You I, I, just, you know, I'm really good about not <laughs> jumping the gun too much. Yeah, See, I would have been like, I'm not how impulsive. Dare you? I'm not impulsive in any way whatsoever. Sorry, go ahead. No, I think I mean that's one of my favorite things you do is like so. Evan will like post his gym workouts, which are very extreme. Like I go to the gym <laughs> and I do like the occasional kettlebell. Uh -huh. I'll right. do like a nice normal weight, maybe an overhead press. You're like lifting tires with chains on your back, yes. and like, yeah. like, like that's being my a basement. human wheelbarrow. Yeah, that's what I would have her make my basement out to be. Yeah, tires oh. and chains. Tires. Betty, give me some tires yeah. down there. Yeah, he's got um, a Michelin man over here. Yeah, but see, one of my favorite things is that you will okay. post these things on Instagram of you just working out. Yeah. And then in my head, just because I know what this is going to lead to, I'm just like, oh, I can't wait because you will screenshot the comments that you're given right. and then react to them. Now, you know you're setting yourself up. I mean, I, at this point, I understand. Yeah. And they understand. They understand the assignment. We are both performing together yes. in unison. And they're very funny. Yeah. There's like some very funny do, what, do you, Can you remember like some like some of the best ones that you've got? I, mean, I have, I have I've, I've set them to my highlights at this point. Oh, good. For anybody that, <laughs> that just wants to go through and, and you know... Um, read them, and so my favorite are when they get really creative. Like one yeah. guy, you know, a lot of uh, this guy said, uh, "When the sun falls below the horizon, I fantasize about you bussing your children in my bussy mm. and curb stomping my hole, sir." Wow, I mean, um, that's that's poetry. There's a lot of like filthy things followed by thank you, you know, please, you know. They ask really nicely. Um, let me milk those titties. Mm. Um, a lot of zaddies are thrown around. Yeah. Um, one, one woman just said, punch my pussy. That's okay. all. She just, you know, just very direct. Yeah. Take your emotions out on me. <laughs> wow. See, yeah. I mean, what if you, what if I, you got into the dominatrix business in a sense? You know, room? I'm debating it at this point. Um, someone said the missing dick vein from Snickers relocated to your bicep. 
I've never, I but you know, I know immediately oh, what they mean when they say like the Snickers they, has the vein. They always have a vein. The Snickers has a vein. Yeah, it does. They always so, have like a vein down the middle. Yeah, but I don't know dick vein. I don't have a dick vein. No, there I said it. I've okay. come clean. That's probably preferred by people, right? <sighs> people, people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the people. All inclusive. The people here. are satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hungry? Why wait? <laughs> <laughs> but I love this so much because I just think it's uh -huh. so funny how people get creative. Now, yeah. I had They'll somebody go old English sometimes, like you know, crusheth thine hole, sir. You know, crush it's... thine hole. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that. That's stuff. a theater minor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a theater minor who's like, today I'm using that degree. I'm putting it to use. Yeah, I said I I posted some picture. I can't remember not too long ago of me like shirtless or something. Which you know, I work out. It's fine. You looked great. I, look I know great. the picture. I'm very broad, yeah. mm -hmm. but somebody did say like, um, "bussy." Yeah, <laughs> and my mom, who's now on Instagram, <laughs> my mom, dad asked me too. Yeah, my she's dad like, asked what's, me, "What's what's a bussy?" And I'm like, "I never in a million years thought I would have this conversation. This was not what I wanted." Out of her sweet Justin, mouth, what is, Justin, what is that word coming from a mother's? What is a what is a bussy? Uh -huh. I'm like, mom, not today. I can't. They, they're they're making everything an ussy now. By the oh, way, oh yeah, I got my nose waxed yesterday, nussie! and I, I called it my nussy. Yeah. They, yep. they, they, someone referred to my, all, I guess, all of my holes as uh, <laughs> Evanussies. <laughs> sounds like an Evanescence cover band. <laughs> yeah. Wake me up, wake me up inside, <laughs> which gives a whole new meaning to the song. Yeah. Yeah. God, everything's just sexual. <laughs> speaking of these, everything. Speaking filth. of sex rooms and Evans. Ussies. Holes, yeah. This woman, this is weird to me. I bought my husband a sex doll that looks just like me. Oh my god, I thought and that now was a we woman. Have, now we have threesomes. So no, that's a that's a doll. Also, so, looks just like you, honey. Well, not really. She I mean, really I think doesn't. the doll's hotter than the girl. I was going to say the same, but didn't want to put her down. Oh, no, this is that podcast. she's a listener, you We're know? We're unfiltered here, I'm All just right. saying. Well, then the doll looks way better. So this wife, struggling with her husband's high libido, has bought a lookalike sex doll in order to take the pressure off if she's not in the mood. Char Gray, sure, um, sure. splashed out $1,800 <laughs> on the racy replica for her sexed-up spouse, $1,800? Mm -hmm. Only to discover that she has also developed feelings for the dirty doll named D. Mm. Like D-E-E. -E. D, yeah. She's, she's hungry for the D. Yeah, D's not is. just a doll. He's not. We're really attached to her. She's helped strengthen our relationship and set our sex lives on fire. With her husband constantly in the mood for sex, Char says she was struggling to keep up. The horny husband had also propped the idea of a threesome, but Char was reluctant instead. Char thought it made sense to buy a doll to participate in pretend threesomes and for Callum to use as a plaything when she wasn't feeling up for sex. Um, He's kissing her on Okay, the first cheek. of all, those feet. Um. I just saw the feet go by really <laughs> oh, quick. Oh, no. Those are some feet. Now, well, they modeled them after after Char's feet. Now, so if people... her, her feet are busted, it's Char's fault. Yeah. Uh, this doesn't look like Let's her. Let's not attack I, D here, okay? I just want to know, I want to know what, is it anatomically correct? Because there's a lot of people, we'll call them narcissists, yeah. Who have sex dolls made after them? I think um, uh, I'm trying to think. There's like a porn star guy who has Whitney one. Whitney did it, right? Yeah, narcissists. Uh -huh. um, 
<laughs> yeah, right. she has a sex doll made uh-huh. up for her. Um, I think I would you would would you want a sex doll of yourself? Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. You want to talk about hauntings? You want to talk about being scared at night? You want to talk about something scarier than wall people? Is just a, a always erect Evan. Always erect in the corner. I mean, what are they going to give you one with a limp dick? No, it's, don't they have like a pump or something? Where it's like may, if they have a pump, I'm a little more open to it. Yeah, which I'll have to examine that. Right, why right, that right. made me more into it. But I, I'm against it. I'm against it. I think if a, if a doll could talk, it would ask us to kill it. Probably yes. You know, set me free. <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. And also, like the end of the fly. I think this is really interesting for uh, the 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 sex room show on Netflix. So yeah. I'm like, if they're, and I don't know. I just think this is. I get it. I say be sexual as you want, but you know what? I'm here for women. I say make a sex doll of him. Make it equal. Mm-hmm. Because now I think that whole like, oh babe, I'm not horny tonight. Okay. Yeah, all right. I'm going to go pump out D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, <laughs> you know, and I don't mean to be gross, yeah. but here we are. Let's get into he it. He makes her cleaner out. Absolutely. He's not cleaning. He's not cleaning his stuff out of that. <laughs> he's not doing it. Just, just put D over it. the sink. Yeah. I mean... Douche D for me, honey. Oh. Can you go downstairs and douche D? Douche D. I mean, <laughs> good for them. I, I not good for them. I'm not giving them that, I, dude. I appreciate you being supportive of this love, but uh I'm I'm supportive yeah. of the love, but here's where I draw the line. Keep it in the house. Uh-huh. Because you see those guys who are like, this is my girlfriend, and it's like a fake doll. Have you seen those, like, documentaries or whatever? I've seen Lars and the Real Girl with yeah, like Ryan that. Gosling. Yeah, yeah, where they yeah. start taking them out in public yeah. and shit. That's where like I'm the, like, Like no, the no, 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 wholesome no. hipster version of this. Yeah. And uh, this, Horrifying. Is, this is just a, a, a thruple that we didn't ask for. No. But... Um, no, I'd like to see, like, a Chucky-style movie. With that doll, though, you know what I mean? Oh, like a Chucky just sex doll? Tits out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Really? It's tit day. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. All right, well, here's okay. a story that we are still developing. It's very fascinating to me. It involves one of my crushes of all time, Ricky Martin. I mean, who wasn't, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. I, was, I was of the age where I, I hated him. Why? Because because I was a, I was a child. Oh, and that's why. I just started liking <laughs> uh, girls, uh-huh. and they loved him uh-huh. and no one else. Oh. They didn't have room for us in their heart. They loved him so much. When and, was this? Like 99, 2000? Yeah. Oh, so this was like right when the Latin explosion happened. Yeah. Like him J-Lo. Gabriel. Yeah. They were... J-Lo, um, Ricky no. Martin, Mark Anthony. No, no, not, not Gabriel Iglesias. Not, no, Enrique Iglesias. Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everybody was in a fluffy as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, no. It was... They were into Enrique and Ricky and Leonardo DiCaprio because of Romeo plus Juliet. Oh, yeah. Well, no. 99 yeah. was Titanic. 96 was oh, okay. Romeo and Juliet. They were still riding high off Oh, that yeah. And yeah. into Titanic and, and not into us as boys. And so we hated those men. Yeah. You know? and But... but he was also like, just so fucking hot. Sorry, he just was. He's a hot guy. Woo. Yeah, but now, I mean, we were talking about this at coffee 
like this broke where yeah uh he it has broke now, on your apple watch it did break <laughs> on my apple watch i was like holy shit I you're I looking like, at the time Evan, it's so great meeting yeah. you i was like back up bitch and uh, ricky's yeah. ricky's uh trending that you're signaling to me that it's over like yeah. we're running out of time here i gotta go no. it's already ricky martin molesting his nephew a uh, clock, well so. here's this the recent allegations okay. are of domestic abuse against Martin have been issued, resulting in a restraining order and an ugly legal, legal battle to begin on July 21st. These allegations were made by his 21-year-old nephew, Dennis Sanchez. According to the claim, Sanchez says that he had just ended their seven-month relationship and that Martin had not taken it while well, stalking him, loitering outside his home, and calling persistently. Now... This is troublesome because we still don't know. I don't think it's been clarified if this is actually his stepsister's child or his or his half sibling's child. Okay. Because some people still don't know what a stepsister is. If you're a step sibling, you're not related to that uh, person. Sure. You're a half sibling. Like I have, I have half siblings. I have, we have the same mom. So that's, you can't do that. Now, if he is convicted in Puerto Rico, he could face up to 50 years in prison because they have like this, like, Hey, no incest in Puerto Rico law. <laughs> and that's, that's exactly what it's called. That's how they say it as well. So Ricky has now denied, hey. just don't go don't there. Do that. He's denied all of the allegations However, how old is the nephew? He's 21. 21. So okay. I mean, like back seven in the day, seven months. All right. Back in the day, I'm sure he was like, you know, maybe, seven years. Maybe grooming a little bit. Yeah. Not Ricky. Not Ricky. Not my right. Ricky. I know. Now he, I mean, Ricky's Ricky and his team are claiming, you know, deep mental health challenges. Yes, here. there have been allegations that this kid has mental health problems. He's done this in the past. Uh He's never been and never would be involved in any kind of sexual or romantic relationship with his nephew. The idea is not only untrue, it is disgusting. We all hope that this man gets the help that he so urgently needs. But most of all, we look forward to this awful case being dismissed as soon as a judge gets to look at the facts. Now, apparently there was a, right here, the 50-year-old singer was given a temporary restraining order in conjunction with the alleged seven-month intimate affair he had with his 21-year-old nephew. The hearing has been scheduled for the 21st in Puerto Rico. If Martin is charged 50 years in jail, um, Martin is also dealing with a separate $3 million lawsuit from his manager over unpaid commissions. This was the week before the nephew said all this. Mm. So her complaint was filed in the Superior Court on June 29th, but so far Martin and his attorneys have been silent on the issue. Now, I think this is where it all comes down to it. If there is actually a restraining order, that's when we have a problem. Mm -hmm. Because right now, Ricky and his team are just quiet. They are not saying shit. Ricky's just posting. He's posting normal stuff. Just like, I'm normal stuff. Is he yeah. Just, yeah. He's like, mi okay. corazón está en fuego. Like, and he's just like, Are comments turned off probably? No. No. The comments are on. No way. It's crazy. You think they'd at least be limited. I think if he turned the comments off, they would look guilty. Uh-huh. And also, he's not addressing anything. Now, I'm trying to remember who I was talking to about this not too long ago. It might have been Heather McDonald. But like... 
I told her, I was like, he just needs to like fucking just say like, hey, this is all untrue, da 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 da. But if he does that, they could use that in court against him, a la Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Like mm-hmm. how I think I was actually talking to John before we yeah. recorded this. Yeah. Producer John. Um But I'm just really I can't I can't deal with I mean, that's I mean, if it is false, and I'm hoping it's false. But the world's on fire, so nothing surprises me anymore. Right, right. I just really want it to be false because I mentioned it at the comedy store on Friday night on stage, mm-hmm. and everyone what was, was the like, crowd <gasps> reaction? Yeah. like audible gasp because I was like, "Oh, y'all didn't hear about this?" Oh yet? wow, they were learning for the first time. It's that not, just flew across that was the a table. Wall person. That yeah. was weird. Um, wall <laughs> I do need the live in Levita incest jokes to go away. Oh, of course. He bangs needs to go away. Oh, obviously, yeah. La Copa della Familia that yeah, needs to go away. I just think it's creative. such a weird, weird story. And now it's we're gonna weird. go from it does happen and go away if it is false. You know, I don't know the facts of like Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo's mm-hmm. like thing. Remember that happened with something. Not 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 a relative, but something happened with him, and then, like if it if it works out in court, it does go away, and things can kind of go back to normal. Maybe Ricky's approach of not saying anything is like, look, this is not a real thing, and so like I would really like to continue living my life because I've done nothing, and this will be cleared up on its own. God, so, I think he should go after the kid and be like, hey, you tried to ruin my damn career and my life. Like, yeah, that's a big deal. Like, I feel like Elon Musk because he just like didn't Elon Musk's dad just like hook up with his stepdaughter or something, oh, wow. got her pregnant. I don't know. But I mean, that's a whole... Eesh. A whole nother set of marbles. But <clears throat> we're going to keep this uh, sexy talk going because this is where we're at. I think this is a... We yes. haven't had sex in two years because of COVID, and now mm-hmm. everyone's just losing their goddamn marbles. Forgot how to do it. Yeah. Now they know. Got to clean yeah. out our sex dolls. Um, <laughs> Lana Del Rey, the manatee of music, has an established... <laughs> Uh, LGBTQ. Manatee. Yeah, she's just very. She reminds me of like a yeah. like a moody manatee, mm-hmm. like just a not really going anywhere. Yeah, mm, yeah. shallow water mammal. <laughs> you know, that's how I think of Lana Del Rey, yeah. Lana Del Marina Del Rey. Uh-huh. Uh, LGBTQ fan base that she has, but little is commonly known about her romantic life. Now it looks like Lana Del Rey is having anything but summertime sadness. I see what they did there, as she just uh-huh. seemed to go Instagram official with her new beau, Jack Donahue. Donahue is part of the band Salem called the Bad Boy Band. Um, <laughs> who calls it that? Themselves? Yeah, I guess. Who, they, who said that? Salem, also known as the Bad We're Boy Band. We're known as the Bad Boy Band. Okay. When you like self-proclaim it yourself, like you give yourself a nickname, that's they, not your nickname. They're calling themselves, you know, they're all like tatted out and kind of rockery and they uh, they claim that they're like this unexpected power couple of dark, twisted Americana. Okay, okay. Megan Fox, calm down. All right. So this yeah. is where the story gets interesting. That's him, Jack Donahue. Hey, Jack. And nothing says like hardcore like Salem. Mm-hmm. You mean the cat from Sabrina? <laughs> yeah, rock on. Yeah. So he was alleged, The uh, Donahue was alleged to be dating whole front woman. <laughs> We've gotten back to the OCs now. The old, the old OCs. Hole. Courtney yeah. Love. Uh-huh. Over a decade ago. Uh, they only went to dinner accordingly. But his most surprising romantic entanglements comes courtesy of Salem bandmate John Holland. Wow! Bandmate. Threw him under the bus. Mm. Holland talked extensively to Butt Magazine. What is happening? <laughs> 
<laughs> Butt magazine, and after proclaiming Donahue to be the hottest person he's ever met, indicated that what made him hot was that he has like big lips and he has the body of a man and the face of a boy. Uh, we're getting problematic a little yeah, bit. Yeah, especially after know? that Ricky Martin story. Yeah. And that Donahue is without a doubt a top. <laughs> Holland claimed he's hooked up a few times with Donahue, but ultimately a relationship did not come to fruition. No pun intended. He has this weird thing where he's like, I'm not attracted to people I respect. You know, Dopey and Snow White. He's into that kind of person. All right. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> what was that? Was, was that, that a porn? Is that him? Wait, go down to the video. Right there. Yeah, what's that? He's also gay. That's what it says. Wait, what is this? Is that Donahue? Oh, they're kissing. Kissing. Okay. All right. All right. Confirmation there. Okay, well, you can't have this without trolls. Biphobic internet trolls immediately responded with comments saying, like, it's still weird that he has videos of him kissing random guys on his page, even though he's in a relationship. Um, I just know he'd call me an F slur. Um, But apparently this is okay with Lana. She's cool with it. He's claiming he's bisexual, no harm done. I think the big problem is is that he's so public and open with mm-hmm. it. Very provocative online. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I did this one for you. I did this one for you. That's my girl, Adeline. Got a, a couple more stories. Oh. I've seen these now everywhere. Thank you for sending me. I, I want to check up on her. When I'm not there with her, I want to know she's okay. Oh, now. So thank you so much. What Evan is talking about is we have robots in um, yeah. uh, West we Hollywood. Horrifying delivery robots. That- oh, yeah. That blink. They, they have eyes that it, blink. It's an Uber Eats, Uber uh-huh. Eats robot. Um, they've unrolled a pilot program that uses robots to deliver select restaurant orders in West Hollywood. They have little names as well. So the one that I've fallen in love with, her name's Adeline. It mm-hmm. says on the side there. But I, I, I was talking. I, I found one 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 night. And I was talking to it. I did like a little video where I was having a conversation. Yeah. With, but then I looked, and it was actually Hugo. So there's, there's you're men. just like Lana Del Rey's I know, guy. I know. I mean, you're ready to wreck that Rissy. By my new that bisexual robot. lover, Rissy. That <laughs> but here, okay. So users who are in WeHo can opt in to have their deliveries brought to them by a robot uh, with level four autonomy. Sure. When it arrives, you'll get a notification <laughs> containing a code. You use the code to unlock the robot or car. And then scoop up your items. West Hollywood is the first city in a planned nationwide rollout of the technology. Integrating autonomous electric delivery options onto our platform platform from motional and serve robotics is just the beginning of how we will harness the promising technology. Uh, Okay, so this is a thing. Like, I went and had uh, breakfast on Sunday um, at this little place over by La Brea. And I'm sitting there. And that's when I saw it go by, and I was like, "Holy shit! It's it's Evan's thing," <laughs> yeah. and and I recorded it using the uh, the movie. Uh, w- uh, All right, Annihilation. Annihilation, because that's such a good song. It's, it's called the Alien. Yeah. I'm confused how it works. So it knows. Oh, it's stopped. Did you see the other one I posted? It was in traffic. 
Yeah. Did you see that video? It, it was it was trying to cross the street in the middle of the night, but it was not time for it to cross the street. Oh, it wasn't. It was blocking traffic. My favorite part is someone beeped at it <laughs> as if it would like. It just like looks at it and its pupils dilating, blows up the car. <laughs> but that's what we saw. It, it was like it went down the street and then it was like, oh, I shot too far. And then it came back and it stopped on the corner and it waited for the. It waited for the signal to change. It so was waiting walk, for me. And then it yeah. was just, it went along. I don't understand it. Uh-huh. A, A, can you break into them? Like, can you just smash them? Like, if a homeless person saw it, I'm sorry, unhoused. <laughs> if an unhoused person saw this, uh-huh. can they, like, pick up a rock and beat it to death to pull out the, you know, Carl's Jr. burger inside? <laughs> yeah. Also, like, what if... What if you live? I mean, I guess it just stops at the bottom of stairs. If you live in like a like a like a, I have no idea. I have so I many it questions. Arms and starts like climbing. God, yeah. I know it's pretty terrifying. It's a, a weird. Little propeller comes out and it, it goes up to your. You window. have to follow Evan because he literally will. He has a romance with this robot. I have, a, I have a a full story arc at this point. Yeah, it's broken up with me currently. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I'm sorry I, about that. I appreciate that. That's okay. I would, you know, me and my family just kind of want some time alone right mm-hmm. now to mm-hmm. deal with it having left us. But um, you know who else wants time alone? <laughs> this little boy. <laughs> yeah. This kid, okay, Lady Gaga has just launched her Chromatica tour. Um, I'm sorry, not Chromatica. Is it Chromatica? Yes, Chromatica. It's her Chromatica ball. I'm actually going to go see her in September. I can't wait. This kid went viral a couple years ago. um, And I love the name of the article. It's called Put Your Psalms Up, which is a nod to Put Your Paws Up. This kid called Staten Harry went viral for his adorable video as a young kid lip syncing to Lady Gaga. However, he has now shared newer videos reading the Bible and promoting Christianity, making it clear that he is no longer a supporter of Mother Monster. Harry says this. This is his statement in a recent video. Oh, boy. March 28th used to be a very demonic day for me because it's Lady Gaga's birthday. (laughs) A day I used to worship her and exalt her on so crazy much, well, every day really, but especially this day. So anyways, just a little testimony of how good God is and how now on March 28th, I'm glorifying him, not a mere celebrity. I legit had thousands of pictures of her on my phone, pictures even on my wall, my clothes, my phone's wallpaper, my entire social media accounts were even based upon worshiping her. Wow. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Amen. Um... His most famous video was lip syncing to Alejandro, which is a great song. It's a, it's a, I call it a deep cut. I mean, it was a, it was a hit, but wasn't really yeah. one of her biggest. Yeah. Where Harry commanded his viewers to keep those paws up. All of Harry's videos lip syncing to Gaga have been erased, but oh. they've been reshared by other users. You can't get out that easy, Harry. The reposted version of Harry's Alejandro <laughs> video has reached nine hundred thousand views. Uh, he's following in the footsteps of Anthony Quintal, formerly known on social media as Lothanthony, okay, who abandoned his YouTube channel and internet persona to become an advocate for Christian celibacy, a similar ideology and practice to conversion therapy. There it is. Okay. In the most biblical sense, we are beyond okay. repentance for Gaga. Alas, it seems like Harry has a different idea for himself. Can we look at a, a little bit of this video, John? I just want, I just want you to see. Okay. Okay. I'm going to be lip syncing to to Ale Alejandro, Ale Alejandro. You better enjoy it. And also, you better be excited because I'm excited. Keep those paws up very high, super high. 
higher than before. Now, let's just play. I'm ready to play. Oh, buddy. <laughs> buddy, you were happier with Gaga. I know. He's so happy, man. Well, this is life. Come on. Oh, he even got the opening monologue. Anymore. Ali. Oh. Come on, monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's jump, girls. Get it, bitch. <laughs> I mean, okay. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. And what I have to say to this is that okay. this was clearly his parents. Being like, okay. Yeah. It, we, we no get, son of mine will be famous for that. Yeah. It's just so sad. sad, man. It's extremely sad. It's just so you sad. Know? And you get I mean, to the, the, the ultimate. And you I'm know. not knocking. I mean, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm knocking God or whatever. But it's just kind of like, really? Lady Gaga was the... the <laughs> That was the the, the yeah. most of your worries. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I we had, had those kids in school that like they couldn't watch Harry Potter. You oh know? yeah, exactly. Like, they, like or like, I remember we were collecting Beanie Babies, tie Beanie Babies, and this girl came to school with the peace bear, and she had to put a button over the peace sign huh? because their their parent her parents said that it was a, bro a broken peace cross, sign a broken down cross, broken cross. I remember it was that. a little demon. Where is this? Toy. North Carolina? Yeah, mm, Texas. Bible Belt. Same thing. Yeah, but I mean, my God, as someone who has a Goldie Hawn from Overboard Wallpaper. The ultimate Goldie Hawn. That's, I mean, that's my, golden era Goldie Hawn. Uh, yeah. Like, let let the kid have his fun. Let him like yeah. Lady Gaga. I mean, that's so stupid. I yeah. just, and I feel bad because it's like, now I feel like in a conversion therapy kind of society, Ugh. it's like, March 28th is a demonic day. Well, <laughs> you're going to meet somebody who has a birthday on March 28th fall one day. in love. Yeah. You know? Oh, I hope. I hope so. And I just feel like that's really sad. And I mean, I'll I'll probably DM him after I see her in concert and be like, "You really missed out, you yeah, fucking it was, loser." It was a hell of a time, very demonic of a time. And you saw the joy in his face. He was so happy. Uh -huh. I I want to be that happy. I, I want something to make me that happy, and he's running from it. You get street robots. Poor this guy. kid had Lady Gaga. I blame the parents. I know. I, blame I always blame the parents. Yeah. Okay, our last story. Maybe you can't blame the parents for this one. Maybe <laughs> you can. I don't know. A disoriented shopper was rescued after being lost for nearly two weeks in an Ikea store near the Luxembourg border. Late last month, Michael Parrish entered the premises for a quick stop to purchase an ex inexpensive lamp. We're going to call it the Flugenschleimer for his infant son's bedroom and a hundred lime green napkins. <laughs> Weird. Requested by his wife. However, after more than an hour of unsuccessfully searching for the cash registers, he knew he was in trouble. I kept slowing. I kept following the stupid arrows on the ground. But as it is by design, they only led me in circles. Each time I passed an employee, I tried explaining in perfectly good English that I was lost and desperately needed an exit, but no one understood me. <laughs> they just kept repeating in these this comical is... Belgian accents, Oh, no, I'm so sorry, we have no more in stock. Parrish says that although he was able to sustain himself with lingonberry soda. <laughs> oh, what a gem. an Onion article, right? That's the best one. No, this is real. This is not real. Yes, it is. And frozen Swedish chance. meatballs he would sit on to warm. He still feared he would never again see his wife and child. I tried. 
Our grandparents went to World War II, yeah, man. This guy got lost in an Ikea. What he tried to write hell? a goodbye letter with those cheap pencils that you find everywhere, but the tips kept breaking in any way. <laughs> I had a hard time fitting on my heartfelt final words in those tiny boxes and the little slips of paper. Oh, so this was 12 days he was stuck in there. What about when it closes and there's only a light on the exit? Like, you can clearly just... And then you go stand there and wait for somebody to come open the door in the morning. I don't... Yeah, this is... Is it a 24-hour Ikea? He says he ran smack dab into a new intern from the company's... Uh, here, go back down. Sorry, John. Uh, company's accounting department. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand. What's that. her name from France? He said, but just like it works, she totally ignored me, despite that I was holding onto her legs and crying. Okay. This is made up. Man. It has to be. There's zero chance it's not made up. It has to be made up. This it is, can't be real. Now is, I'm like, no, this is completely real. This is not real, real man. It's okay. 12 here, days. 12 days in an Ikea. Wait, go back up. He I want to read the last, the last little paragraph. Soda. This is, this is. The number of people getting lost in Ikea stores <laughs> is on the rise. <laughs> okay. Okay, according to reports, to avoid becoming a victim, retail shopping experts suggest customers go in groups of at least three and that they should be equipped with a GPS device, emergency whistles, because I love a good Ikea rape whistle. Call, I love that. I think this is a story made up by Big Bob's Furniture. No, to get this is real. Story this instead. is from Fox News. Okay. Um, <laughs> and survival <laughs> items such as water, a smartphone, charger, and toilet paper. Alternately, some shoppers have been observed unraveling a large ball of Ikea branded <laughs> yarn as they go from one department to the next. Whew, I've been All lost right. in Ikea. It's not fun. Yeah. But I've, also, yeah, I think this is I've been bullshit. lost at home trying to put one of their couches together. Uh, that took about 12 days. But inside the store, yeah. this is Home Alone 3. He found a pigeon lady that finally got him out. This is this is made up, buddy. I know, but it is <laughs> fun. Made, it is because, fun. Because, I mean... <laughs> to I, avoid becoming a victim. I want. That's why I saved this for the last one. Because I was like, this will be fun. <laughs> it might or might not be real, and it uh, it can't be real. I don't know, it's but you know just... what it deserves. This deserves a um, a Blumhouse horror film, absolutely called Dikea <laughs> or something. Yeah, you. Uh, what's the what's the tagline? Um, hmm. Something about like some something about some assembly required. Look, see, know. this woman got lost in IKEA for three hours after being struck by what? <laughs> what was she struck by? And why is it highlighted? Have we struck looked at this before? Struck on head by falling flat pack. I mean, I've been called worse. <laughs> yeah. You, and my friends, have been called the flat pack. The flat pack. As we travel, it's just around a bunch West of dudes Hollywood with no ass. Zero <laughs> ass. And then a Chinese boy who's 12 years old was found, was found living in okay. an Ikea store. We, we came full circle back to the wall, people. Yep. yep. All right. Floggers. He was found in the basement forming a sex dungeon out of Ikea furniture. Frogging, right? Frogging? Frogging. PH on that. Frogging, which could be an item that you purchase at an Ikea. <laughs> Oh, I need to go to Ikea and get the frogger. The frogger? Yeah, I need the frogger. And what is it? It's a whisk. Uh -huh. It just, it's it's just, just a beats whisk. your eggs. Yep. All right. Well, 
That is all for today. I just want to say thank you to Evan Williams. Evan, where can people find you? It's been real, man. Wait, you, I will you say just TikTok. TikTok. You TikTok. can find me on the TikTok. I'm on other places. Than the, if I died tomorrow and they were like, TikTok star Evan <laughs> Williams, I'll come back and haunt everyone. I'll be a wall person forever. Uh, sure. You can find me at It's Evan Williams, ITS Evan Williams. I also have a film premiering with Andy Matichik from Halloween Ends. Cool. Uh, it's called Nice to Finally Meet You. It's playing at the uh, Popcorn Frights Festival in Miami. And uh, that's this month, no, this August. And it's a little horror movie, a little, little five minute horror I wrote, produced, and starred in. Very and, cool. Uh, excited for people to see it. So Good, good, good. Are you going down to Miami for that? I am. All I'll right. Be there. We'll so, be careful. Come say hello. I will be careful. It's wet and damp. Yeah. And hot. I'll bring my flat pack. Bring a mussy. Yeah. <laughs> What's a mussy? It's the man ussy. The Miami pussy. Bring your Evan <laughs> If we've learned anything, just wear your Evan with pride. We'll see you next time on Just Saying with Justin Martindale. Take care, guys. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.